I really want to say this before I go on. I really want the Hurricane Nation, the U family, the University of Miami, everyone that's ever touched it, been a part of it, went to school here, is a fan, the community around the country. We got to bring this thing tight. Everybody. We got to bring it in tight and we got to bring it. Because when the U is on and the U brings it, there's nothing like it. We got to get there. And it's going to take everybody. Well, as NSYNC famously once said, baby, bye, bye, bye. The bye week is over. This is Miami Nights, and we are joined once again with Jimmy Nugent. I am Joe Nugent. Jimmy, how are we? We're finally back together. Oh, man. It has, couple- it's been a while. It's been a long week. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it, it's been slow just with, yeah, with a bye week, and then you and I just not being able to be on the same page, being able to record, and so it's just it's good to be back. It is good to be back, but I I do feel like this bye week, uh, it felt a lot longer than just one week, right? It it did, but it was a it was a good bye week, right? Coming off a good win, got some good recruiting, you know, buzz that's been happening. So at least there's been some news. Um, but I will say it was actually kind of a, I thought it was a slightly boring weekend of college football too. Like there wasn't many games that interested me interested me other than uf kentucky that was that was a good one but uh other than that i didn't have a ton of interest in the games yeah but it was nice to just kick back relax watch college football knowing our team was undefeated jimmy did you catch my my solo episode i don't even think you listened to it did you (laughs) i did no i actually i actually did you complimented me a couple times and it was funny when i was recording the one by myself in my mind i'm like I like I don't Joe's could just do this so much better by himself. So I was no. laughing when you were complimenting me. Yeah, it was <laughs> very difficult and we apologize for the delay in the release of the episode. It didn't even go up on Spotify. It's it was just it was a disaster. Last week yeah, was a disaster. I finally but... figured that out. So it literally got posted today on Spotify. It is fine. This is a new week. 4-0, and we are headed into ACC play against the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. How are we feeling going into this week? You know, I, I'm i just as optimistic as ever. Like, it, it is a... My, I, mean, I mean, this is the game we're built or like the that the podcast was built for. We're we're, we're probably going to like have have some like like accidental like searches on Twitter hopefully. So uh, with the, the Miami Knights jerseys. It's all good. The Miami Hurricanes athletic department gave me a call um late last week and they asked if it's okay if they get our naming rights, Miami Knights, they're going to promote the the game, they're going to promote the uniforms and I said it is a okay. Um, they offered up a lot of money. I said, no, I don't want your money. Just take the name and go. So we've yeah. got a Miami Knights night, 8 p.m. kickoff at The Rock. Yeah, and you know, anytime we've ever, it's like we all Miami fans know when we wear special jerseys, it makes us a little more nervous because yep. we rarely rise to the occasion in these uniforms. Um, other than, I mean, we've had some, it's, personally, I believe, like, we just kind of pick and choose games to think about like oh we were wearing that jersey like we should never wear special jerseys again no we were just a bad team like this time i i just i'm i don't care i'm like great like wear the cool jerseys i am confident in the ability of this miami hurricanes team to execute and still play you know to a high level and not embarrass themselves in some nice uniforms what what are your least favorite special uniforms we've ever worn oh I, I got, feel like for the I most mean, part we've had decent ones, but there have been a few bad ones. I think I forget who we wore them against, uh, but it was the green helmet, yeah. orange jerseys. I think it was Nebraska we we wore them against the yeah. first. Like we, that was the season that we were kind of trying to be like Oregon. We did a lot oh, you of know, alternating no, maybe, with those. Maybe it was Georgia Tech. Because um, I like, I think we did the green helmets once with like the white, like all white, and that looked actually pretty good. Well, there there was two renditions of yeah. the green helmet, right. orange, but there was one that was horrible. I, did we do I it just, with the green? Did we which... did, was it orange jersey with the green pants on those two? Yes, I'm yeah. trying to find pictures of it. 
And then way back in the day, the green ones and then the gold helmets of the hurricane flag, their warning flag. I mean, those. Are, I would like to see a cool throwback of that. Some, I, like, like, I would like to see us actually use the hurricane flag in some way. Maybe not like yeah. that with the green and gold. I don't really know where that came from. But in our color scheme, but use the hurricane flag. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Or a little more Ibis action. I mean, I this is kind of a... I, I, it's kind of a polarizing... Um, like year of jerseys, but the last set of Nike jerseys I liked. Dude, I thought I wish we'd go back to Nike, but yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Were, yeah, yeah, I thought they were pretty clean, but I, I yeah, I don't know. But these what's are your, sweet. What, what about you? What, what's what's been your least favorite we've ever worn? Yeah, I, I'd have to say the that's a good one with the green. I think we did a green helmet, oh, orange jersey, and the up. green pants. We were, I, it was, no, it was, so it was the Nike Elite jersey, or what do they call them? The um, Nike Combat. Combat. It was the Nike Combat yeah. jersey, not, not the ones that Ja'Cory Harris wore, but it was Stephen Morris's year. I'm looking at it right now. Um, and it was green helmets and then orange jersey, orange pants. We wore them okay. against Virginia Tech. But wasn't there a lot and, of green involved in those orange jerseys and pants, like a stripe? Yeah, the yeah. stripes are ugly, horrible jerseys. I mean, these are just disgusting. So, yeah, that's definitely the worst one. My favorite of recent times has been the Parley jerseys, the black ones we wore against, I think, Virginia a couple of years ago. Those were Oh, clean. yeah. What about, I, I like, still, I like the ones, it was like the first time in forever we brought out special uniforms, but we brought out the smoke uniforms. Ooh, and the, hel- the, the, yeah, helmet, the smoke helmet. We lost, yeah. yeah. But like it was like those, we saw those, those helmets, like what? And then yeah, yeah. And then the gray jersey, yeah, those yeah. were clean. And it was unexpected. Like I feel like back in the day, they didn't even announce it. Horrible game. Rain started oh. raining at the end. Remember walking in the rain after yeah. that horrible loss to Virginia Tech. Oh my gosh, that was depressing. But was cool that, jerseys. Yeah, but these are cool. The 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 Miami Knights that we're wearing on Saturday night, they're sick. They go like glow yeah. in the dark. Cam Kitchens was the model on, on it, and. It was like that was foreshadowing the fact that Cam is back. We'll talk about that. But let's talk about this Georgia Tech team we're facing. Um, yeah. So right off the bat, their quarterback, Haynes King, Texas A&M transfer. He's a good Oof. quarterback. He's dangerous. He just last year. Yeah. Ugh. He, but like if I get just very scared against any team with a decent quarterback because they always have their best game against the University of Miami. But is that a thing of the past? Whoa, you just came up on my phone. Your video spooked me. What? Did you just turn on your video? No. Oh, forget it. Your video was off, and then it came on my phone. It spooked oh. me. Oh. <laughs> um, um, I, I, but I think is it, that a thing of the past? Yeah, I, I would hope so. I would hope everything that we've seen the past few years is a thing of the past. But Right, because, listen, you have you have, let's look at our season this far. I mean, we, you know, you have Gabbert, who everyone's talking highly about going into the year. We shut him down. You have Wegman, who everyone's talking highly about. And, you know, I'm, actually, he had a decent game. But still, like, I just, I, I, I am optimistic that, you know, we're not going to have, like, the freshman Kenny Pickett performances against us this year. It might happen with, like, every now and then, but it was like something that's always been expected. I just, I don't know. I think this team's different. I agree. I think they're different too. Um, interesting thing that, uh, I'm going to start calling him coach. I'm not going to call him Mario Cristobal. Anything. I'm just going to call him coach. Like we're best friends. Yeah. Interesting that coach <laughs> said, that coach said in the Mario Cristobal show starring Joe Zagaki and uh, Don Bailey, he said that Riveting he, show. Riveting. Oh, that is much watch, must watch television. <laughs> Uh, I could binge those episodes, man. Woo! Performed in front of a live audience. Yes. It, <laughs> beautiful studio they have there. It's just an unbelievable setup. Um, I He said that he recruited uh, Haynes King hard at Oregon. Wanted him bad. Oh, really? Which says a lot. If if I mean, if Coach wants you, yeah, you're, you're a talented guy. Huh. I did not know that. That's actually yep. very interesting. Yeah, so Georgia Tech, their offense... It, it on it does scare me a little bit. It's they. I think it's the highest scoring. I mean, granted, this is super early in the season, and ACC plays just begun. We haven't even started. Every other team's had one game, but I think they're the highest scoring offense in the ACC right now, and they're super I mean, that's, athletic. That's, like it's a great stat because they've played 
they played Louisville. I mean, Louisville you would, has a dynamic offense. We have a dynamic offense. Florida State has a dynamic offense. I mean, yeah, I could maybe I'm making stat. that stat up then. Now that you're, maybe it's just an ACC play. They've had, I don't know. Oh gosh. No, I mean, I'm, no, they they might. I'm looking at their games right now. They they dropped. They scored. 34, 48, 23, 30, 27. Yeah, they might not be the higher score. But, dude, they, so, <laughs> they, they, they still, gave I mean, Louisville. They have the ability to drop. They gave Louisville to open the year everything they had. Like, Louisville yeah. was on the ropes. Honestly, should have lost that game, first game of the year. They crushed Wake Forest at Wake Forest. Like, the game mm-hmm. wasn't even that competitive. And granted, Wake Forest yeah. is having a down year, but still, it's a big deal. And then, so everyone's looking at that Bowling Green game last week as like, this team stinks. That was a terrible loss for them. Quite frankly, a terrible loss for the ACC. I, this conference just has those kind of losses every year. Boston College loses to um, Northern Illinois to start the year. Like, yeah. we just have terrible losses in this conference. Anyways, everyone's looking at that loss and being like, yeah, Georgia Tech stinks. Miami's should absolutely kill them and it's like i think we need to take a step back and realize that this georgia tech team has some talent and will give us fits yeah like if if they're coming out and they're executing they're gonna be a tough team to beat yeah and they i need to see more from our defense i think even coming off of the temple game we i talked about this in this last week's show um by myself and <laughs> I, I I talked to I told Joe this I said that our corners they got gashed a few times left on some yeah. islands couldn't play couldn't play man and Georgia Tech's gonna make us do that as well and we got to yeah. step up we were getting Cam uh, back though yeah I was about to say I'm excited to have Cam back I I think even though yeah you're 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 saying it's corner play I just think having him as the field general out there might stop some plays that. Uh, were allowed the past couple games with him out. Yes, yes, that's what we can hope, right? And yeah, it's you're you're exactly right that it's a it's an offensive attack that uh, we'd rather they be like run heavy than pass heavy uh, with how our defenses look so far. But I mean, I think it's a great warm up game for a team like North Carolina, and not warm up in the fact that we should like look over them, but like. This is going to give us a great idea of where this Miami Hurricane team stands going into ACC play. I also just hate our schedule. I just hate it. I really? like I'm look I look at it and I'm like, why? Like I just I don't know the fact that we haven't played an ACC game yet. Yeah. And like the just the the set of games we have coming up after Georgia Tech uh, is just uh, it's just bad. I like you well, like Florida yeah. State like it got to play Clemson already and like had a like a little breather of a couple weeks before they play another hard game. It's just like we're just hitting just hard ACC play in a big chunk. Yeah, I I agree. I like it when teams like what we should have done is had either this either the Bethune Cookman game or preferably probably Temple like put that in the middle of ACC play as like a little bit of a break in the action, get a chance to get right against an inferior opponent kind of halfway through. A lot of teams do that. Instead, we're just, it's over. Non-conference play is over. Now, every single week, as Coach said, is a playoff game. Right. I'm so excited. I'm so happy we're finally in ACC play because, like, we're we're technically what last in the ACC right now because we have we haven't played an ACC game. Yeah, I just I had one of when we were uh, we we're with some friends this past weekend, and one of my buddies is just really into college football and follows all that. He's like, all of a sudden, he just yelled. At, he's like, "Wait, Jimmy, Miami hasn't played an ACC game this year." I was like, "Nope," but we're four zero. So. Well, and during the during college game day, they they showed they're doing a segment on the ACC, and they showed the ACC standings, and they put Miami at the bottom because we hadn't played a game yet. But you know, everyone's right. just quickly looking like, "Oh, Miami's dead last in the ACC." Everyone said they were back. Like you know, people were just automatically yeah. yelling at their TVs at that without actually seeing that we're undefeated and we hadn't even started. But yep, I'm excited that it's here. Um, and I think Georgia Tech's going to be. It's a nice first ACC game to have before our schedule gets a lot tougher. And Jimmy, here's something interesting about Georgia Tech. So we talked about how they they're decent on offense. Flip that defensively, they are 
absolutely abysmal. And get this, they just demoted their defensive coordinator. <laughs> he's not fired. Wait, he's, he's, he's still on the team? Oh, he's still a coach? Or he's still not, with the team? Yes. He just got demoted, and they promoted another guy. Wow. So Andrew Thacker, demoted. Kevin <laughs> Schurer is now the sole defensive coordinator, and I don't think he—I think this is his first game as sole defensive coordinator. I don't think I've ever seen it happen. No, and is staying with the program. I mean, that's just it's unbelievable. Sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We I expect us to score. And I I if my bad game in my mind is that we win, but it's kind of a shootout. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll get that would when, be when I get to my final score, about. yeah. You'll see kind of how much I think our defense is going to give up, but I do think we're going to be able to score a lot of points and we should score a lot of points on this team. Um, What's our spread? It is 20 and a half. Really? Yeah, it's a big number. Vegas is They've been riding high on Miami this year and I don't have we covered yet? Oh yeah, we covered Texas A&M. That's true. We did, and te- Texas A&M. Did yeah, we cover te- Temple? Temple is 25. We we yeah, we've covered that. Well, okay. Well over, yeah. All right. So we, so that's probably why. Yeah. Um, coach also said this week that he wants to get <laughs> more of our speed guys on the field, get the ball in their hands. So I, I think another that, uh, sweep to Ray Ray Joseph. I, that's what I'm saying is I think that means more Ray Ray Joseph, more Bashard Smith. Yes, I just want more. Pl- I want different plays with them. Like yeah, anytime like, I see them in motion, running behind TVD, I'm like, here it comes. Well, honestly, the way I envision, but it has us, been working. <laughs> it has been working. But the way I envision us using a guy like Ray Ray Joseph is like how the Dolphins use Tyree Kill. Obviously, completely like Tyree Kill is a once in a generation player. But when you have a speed guy like that, like there's so many different ways you can involve him and just get him running. Get like get him lined up, mismatched, and just get him the yeah. ball. That's different than just a sweep. Because yeah, you put him in, he starts yeah. running across the field. You're like, well, I know exactly where this ball's going, and we can stop it. Right. Just give him the ball. It's easy. Easy. Here's another interesting stat for you, Jimmy. Tyler Van Dyke. We've been talking about how he's been doing you know, little keepers. He hit yeah. on one of his runs last week against Temple. Two weeks ago, I guess. Twenty point four miles per hour. On that oh, scamper. I was going to say, and I think I know the exact play you're talking about because he looked fast. Like I was watching, I'm like, he's he actually kind of like, like the DBs are catching up with him a little bit, but he's pacing them pretty good. Like, it's not like, you know, God bless his heart. You know, he was, he was a great quarterback for us, but Brad Kai out there. Yeah. Like he TVD, like he's, he's, uh, he's got more speed than you think. It reminds me in a way of kind of like when Daniel Jones surprised people he could run. Um, that it's like I, I get similar vibes with that. That it's like we know it's at least there, right? Oh, and that's well, all you need. Daniel when, Jones when it comes a disaster now, though. Horrible, it's horrible. But when it, <laughs> I'm, I'm solely talking about his yes, his average running capabilities. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, I, and I mean, if yeah, more of that. I think Brad did. Didn't Brad Kaya have like a high school injury that really because he wore that brace? He on always his wore knee. the brace. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just didn't speed wasn't his thing. Yeah, but but yeah, I, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 please. No, no, no. Actually, the point was going nowhere. I was about to say. Oh, mine probably mine too. But no, I was going to say basically that <laughs> if if TVD can do if once in a while he can keep it and just be athletic and and scamper for five six yards, like that's all you need. To just open things up a little bit, we right, I can make the linebacker many, hesitate just a little bit. Yes, I mean, how many times have we run a fake RPO where it's that, and it's just they never keep the ball, so it's right. it's the it's just the dumbest thing ever, and it doesn't yeah. work. Now it's at least in their heads, and it just makes it so much easier to run your offense. Yeah, it was like Kaya under Rick that. Yeah. We just always did that RPO, and every time it was a handoff. You know what play I really liked that maybe we could bring with TVD, which we we did it with we did it with Malik a ton is just the quick step back drop and then just run up the middle. 
Yeah. I don't know if you could do that. That was, with that was Malik's bread and butter. I remember yeah. that against Virginia. He, he's Virginia obviously Tech. was a lot faster and more athletic, but that yeah. that play just was deadly. Yeah. Like on we did it a couple times on like third down, like third and seven, and he just dropped back and just run straight up the middle. Yeah, Virginia Tech, uh Florida State, we did it. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. were good times. But there's there's literally I just had a flashback thinking of Malik, Georgia Tech to Daryl Langham in the rain, <gasps> bounce off the helmet. Dude, what <laughs> God, a season. That was so lucky. So that was, that was the, so lucky. That was the last time that we had started 4 and 0. And obviously we went 10 and 0 and then uh and then disaster struck. Disaster struck. Fine. Well, so I thought that was the last game of the year we lost. So were we 11 and Yeah. Yeah, uh, game got canceled because of a hurricane. Ah, uh, yes, yes. So 10 and 0 and then yeah. lost the last game of the year to Pitt. It was we didn't play. <sighs> it was uh it was that it was at small Arkansas State. Yeah, I, I remember they said like we like they they said we were scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, you know who was scared that year was FSU dipping Clemson. That was oh, a team that, was, that was scared. Yeah. And I don't blame them. And that was when Dabo made the comment, like, I'm not worried about anything they're doing down there in Tallahassee. He goes, They haven't won anything in however long. Yeah. He made a couple comments yeah. that now he's uh running that, that hill away from. Um, that was yeah, a it's joke t- from last it's, week's episode. Uh, I actually didn't listen that far. In yeah, I, I knew it. I was testing you. I'm a Spotify listener. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I knew you didn't listen. Makes me sick. <laughs> All right. Anything more on Georgia Tech? I'm I'm excited, man. 8 p.m. kickoff. Like, what, what yeah, do we expect? No, I, you don't want to talk crowd anymore. I I'd also talked about that last week. I know you're done with I mean, stadium talk and... I mean, I I hope it's a it's a good crowd because it like I hope it's a good crowd because it's eight p.m. opening ACC play. I just you never know. I mean, I I imagine like a seventy five percent filled stadium. Yeah, hey, I would but take it. It's gonna be a really good recruiting weekend. Yeah, we have uh, Jeremiah Smith, who is currently committed to Ohio State, but. There's been buzz for a long time for Miami, but it's just a matter of we haven't been winning and we haven't had a dynamic offense, so he just hasn't uh, looked like, you know, he's, he just wanted us to prove something. And so all reports are that, like, he's he's happy with us and he's excited where the program's at, and a big, having, getting him on campus uh, and at this game is massive. He's So for reference, he's the number one wide receiver recruit in the nation. We need and it. That's we what, need it. Yeah, we need it. And then here's like here's the thing about recruiting that just always just bothers me is it's like everyone's like, well, like it would make sense to go to Ohio State. They just breed, you know, these big wide receiver draft picks. But I'm like, well, that's because the top recruits go there. Like it's not like Ohio State just pulled Marvin Harrison out of nowhere. Right. Like oh, like 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 it's because these are highly touted recruits. Like. Jeremiah Smith can have a wonderful career at Miami. He doesn't need to go to Ohio State to become a great wide receiver. So, but I think he's also, I, I mean, I, if he wouldn't be coming on campus, if he didn't think there was a possibility that he could be a hurricane, and then you also have Nye Carr, uh, who's back on the market right now, and Miami's trending heavily towards for him. We just there were some crystal balls put in for him, but the funny thing is, I was learning. I was listening to the On Three uh, podcast, and he has never met Mario Cristobal in person, and he's never stepped foot in Miami, like in the stadium or on campus. And yet, everyone is saying Miami is the front runner, and it's a weird situation. But that just shows that Mario, Mario Cristobal is simply an animal on the recruiting trail, for sure. He's yeah, he's different breed. Yeah, has a better helicopter Wait. than. Norvell too. Did you see that? Uh huh. Yeah. The I love the helicopter move. I'm ever since uh, Saban started doing that. <laughs> I'm honestly like not even kidding. I'm worried about Mike Norvell's safety in that thing. That uh, that helicopter. It's like looks... that thing. It's like the thing off I four in Orlando, like the yeah, twenty five dollar helicopter tours. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Oof. I would never get in a helicopter. No. No. I would not either. Like, but if, yeah, bit, like massive recruiting weekend. And also Saquon Patterson, who just visited Auburn, 
uh, are, you know, he should be a five-star safety, but yeah. they've, they, you know, every time they, they commit, commit to Miami, Miami usually a star. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's back, going to be back on campus. So just massive recruiting weekend. That's why even more so like wearing special jerseys, 8 p.m. game opening ACC. Like it is time to jump on this team. Yeah. And, and the thing is, too, that's important about games like this is really Miami Hurricanes have to establish home field advantage again. And that means. Like, we've talked about it endlessly and tirelessly about crowds are going to be a little different depending on who you're playing, blah, blah, blah. It's always been like that, even in the glory days in the Orange Bowl. But you got to win these games. You have to establish mm-hmm. home territory, establish the Rock as a place that is a tough place to come in and win. Like, you just got to win your home games. And so far this season, obviously, we've done that. Last year was just the complete opposite of that story. But, like, this, you just you got your recruits there. You're on your home turf, eight o'clock kickoff. Yeah, you got to just assert your dominance and let's go. Let's go. Make, make it boring, like in the third quarter. Yes. Oh, dude, I just that's all I want is boring football. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, care. I, I, want, I want to be watching the recordings. I got to film a Wednesday on uh, a wedding on Saturday, but I want to be watching the recording on Sunday and be like, okay, like this, like this is getting a little boring. Ex- yes. Like, can you imagine? I mean, we've heard Dad talk about this, about the glory days of Miami Hurricanes, but, like, what you and I can remember is, like, Alabama and, uh, like, Clemson recently. Like, those fans, every Saturday, they just knew. They're like, oh, we have... Yeah. It's Georgia Tech, like, this is... Georgia Tech at home, they'll drop 50 on them. And we, we're, we're getting to that point where I feel more confident. Like, a few years ago, going to Georgia Tech, I can't sleep the night before. I'm so yeah. nervous about what's going to happen because they've been a thorn in our side. I'm feeling more confident this year, but I cannot wait to get to the point where these are just boring games. Right, and and that actually brings up a good point that Mario talked about or Coach talked Coach. about in his press conference is because someone asked, like, you know, they I forget how they 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 put the question talking about depth, but like if he's happy with it, and it's true, and you, we can even see it like when we bring in our backups. Like the depth is not there yet. Yeah, our starters are there. I, I, our starters are playing at a you know a at least an ACC championship contender level, but it drops off pretty fast, and that's just what stacking classes has to do. But it, but these are also the games you win to stack classes. So it just that's the thing. It like all snowballs. Yep, for sure. And that's why losses hurt. Yeah, I, I mentioned this last week um, on the podcast that one person listened to myself as I was recording it, that we, injuries is what's going to end this. If if the season goes awry, it's because of injuries. Right. And it's because we don't have the depth to back it up. And like, especially on that offensive line, like we got to stay healthy there. Um, yeah. Any word on Matt Lee? I haven't looked into that. No, I, yeah, I haven't seen anything, but I think he said when he went down, he said it wasn't serious, and that. But I. But also, Ryan Rodriguez played well, and 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 coach uh, complimented him in the press conference when someone was like, "Hey, could you give me names of who's impressed you?" And he's like, "I don't want to do that." And then he gave me he gave him fifteen names after that. <laughs> yeah, dude, the guy is just terrifying to interview. I yes, mean, well, uh, what was the question someone was asking? I think about Georgia. They're like, Georgia Tech's weaknesses, like anything you see, he goes, what, you want me to give you the game plan, man? Yeah. Is that what you want? He goes, come on, man. You know, I can't do that. As he's like (laughs) giving him like kind of like a terrifying smile. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Disrespectful of football. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's disrespectful of football. Anytime Susan starts asking a question. Yeah. I just see the life leave his eyes. I know. He's, he, or yeah, she has lost him forever. Yeah. She asked one question this time, though. It was actually an okay question. I think she just now kind of sucks up to him. I would. Oh, yeah. Joe Zagaki does. Yes, yes. Joe Zagaki knows exactly what he's doing. This is is Joe Zagaki's questions. So, Mario, team's looking really good, and um, we're coming up against a a Georgia Tech team, and we got an 8 o'clock game at home. It should be exciting. That... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's at the hard-hitting questions. Yeah, those are the questions, and then it just Mario takes it from there. <laughs> Joe's a gacky. What a guy. Love that guy. Uh, okay. Um, 
So yeah, I think that is uh, that's pretty good. Um, do we want to get here's, into? Here's how I'll cap off Georgia Tech. Yeah, you know, Jakari Brown is is a good quarterback, but last year he was uh, he was a true freshman, and we weren't a good team, and we beat them in Atlanta. There's just no reason we shouldn't dominate this game. Like no I said, reason. I there there's there's a way we win this game where I'm not happy. If it's a, if it's a blowout, I I I'm too high on this team to take a close ACC win. Jimmy, you win this game, you go to five and zero, mm, and we good. dude. And if North Carolina takes care of business this week and wins, my friend, it's going to be game day in Chapel Hill yeah. next week. And I don't have a wedding next and, weekend, ooh. so I'm just crossing my fingers. And that's gonna so right now they're deciding whether or not it's gonna be a twelve o'clock kickoff or an eight o'clock kickoff in between the two Florida, very different things. Yeah, it's gonna flip Florida State Syracuse and us in North Carolina, who's gonna get the ABC slot, like which twelve o'clock or eight o'clock. And so I think yeah. if we both win, it's gonna be Miami, North Carolina, eight o'clock, primetime college game day. Mm. Let's just win this week though. Um, yeah. Okay, let's look around football a little bit and kind of preview going into this week, some picks, all of that, first look at our rivals. So the big elephant in the room, it's not an elephant in the room. I have no idea why I just said that comment. Um, <laughs> but Florida State, they're just uh, they're number five ranked. They are playoff contenders. They're riding high. Yeah. They're the class in the state. Um, they've had a couple kind of, I mean, Clemson should have beat them if they didn't have the financial analyst kicking for them, but they've got Virginia Tech this week at home, <laughs> 3.30 kickoff. Dope Campbell's a different beast these days with what they're doing. I think they absolutely roll Virginia Tech. Yeah, I I think... I, I, I think they win that game. I think FSU's undefeated going into us. Virginia Tech's point, especially. It's sad hey, what's that's happened a, to that program. What a, what a weird program. It's almost like it reminds me of kind of like Miami in like the years of like 2011. Yes. To like 14, where it's just like it was Al Golden and, or that may have still been a little bit of Randy Shannon, but still it's just like irrelevant in every form of the word. No one's yeah. talking about them. They win a couple games here and there, but no one really cares. And it's, it is sad because they were, I mean, that was a, that was a, like a, you know, always a strong team in the ACC. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. They were a strong team, not just in the ACC, but nationally. I mean, with, in Frank Beamer, just a legend. And they were all like, that was a game Miami could just never win. Like, we just, yeah. for a while, could not beat Virginia Tech. No. And they have, yeah, they've really fought. I hated Virginia Tech, but I was oh, loved I hated when that game came up because it's always a fun game. I am sad we're not playing them this year. Yeah. Dude, I was watching the other night on ESPN2 was the U30 for 30 part two. Ooh, and that, one's, that one could get depressing sometimes. It's very depressing. And I forgot. Like, it just yeah. reminds you. I, I don't many, really ever rewatch that one. It reminds you how many rock bottoms we've hit. They go yeah. from, it starts. The first rock bottom is basically the fight against FIU, like the big brawl, <laughs> and then you you get blown out in your last game of the Orange Bowl against Virginia. Oh my God. And then Randy Shannon that. comes to town, and then the big and then all everything that happens there. We remember those years very Wait, much. What I thought I thought I thought blowout at Orange Bowl was Randy Shannon. Blowout, blowout at Orange Bowl was Randy Shannon. Yeah, Coker got fired. That was fired. his last game, right? No, 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 no. Randy Shannon's last game was USF when we lost to USF. Oh, oh yeah, yes, it was. Yes. No, no, Randy Shannon. We, we, we were there, right? Um, Yeah, I think we I think, I think were. No, we the, no, we went to the USF game that we won. Oh, but the ugly, ugly win. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the horrible ugly, game. Yeah, we won like six to three or something. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, so we've hit so many rock bottom. Yeah, and then you have the Randy Shannon stuff. He gets fired after that. Then Al Golden comes. Then Shapiro, all of that, all of the sanctions, and then Al Golden hits rock bottom, and it's just unbelievable. And then we just had a most recent rock bottom last year, going five and seven. It, it's unbelievable. What we've been through the last FIU. twenty years. You had a second FIU rock second bottom under Manny. Yes. It's 
Devin, yeah, the youth 30 for 30 part two, it's a must watch, but it is, it's sad. To, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a depressing watch. Yeah. Um, no, the U part one's fantastic. Oh, yeah. And, and the U part two's, I mean, if you're not a Miami fan, if you're a Miami fan, it's interesting, but if you're not a Miami fan, it's super interesting. Yeah. When it, I'll get in all the Ponzi scheme stuff and, yeah. Ship. Which just in the scheme of things, man, like, that just, I mean, this, that's a whole other topic, but, we yeah. just really got, what's the word? It was just a witch hunt. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Don't even want to think about it. Made me cry that Don't day. Don't even want to think about it. Dude, I remember watching Yahoo. Uh, oh, yeah, they're the ones report. that broke it. Yeah. Um, we turned all the lights off in the house, just had the TV running. <laughs> <laughs> I remember dad got home from work. Yeah. And he, we just, he didn't even say anything, just sat down on the couch with us. Death <laughs> penalty. Yeah, call for death penalty. My God. How did we get to that topic? Um, yeah, I have no idea. And then oh, for on a rock bottom, Florida. So wow, you want to talk about rock bottom? Florida got crushed by Kentucky. They've got Vanderbilt this weekend at home. They just desperately need a win. Yeah, and I think someone started calling them Vanderbilt a rival, and it's just sad. Mm. It's sad that program is like they after that win against Tennessee, which is we're finding out is just probably just a mediocre Tennessee team. They were feeling so good, and to just drop that to Kentucky, I think that's three years in a row Kentucky's beat them. It is, them. yeah, and they hadn't yeah. beaten them in like 30 years before that right. or something. And Kentucky's a good team. And, yeah, and yeah. If, if, if they Stoops played has done it close, unreal there. Right, if they played it close, I would be like, you know, yeah, it's just a good, you know, tough game, good Kentucky team, but they jumped Dude, on they got them. crushed. 33-14 yeah. was the final. Yeah, it was 17 nothing in like the first quarter. Speaking of... I think. Yeah, they jumped on him fast, something like that. Um, speaking of ten- you saying Tennessee is mediocre, you know who's not mediocre is Texas A&M. And week I after know. week that goes by, you realize just how special what the Miami Hurricanes did to Texas A&M is. Texas A&M's defense, I think they're averaging only giving up like 13 points a game. And what, yeah, we dropped 48. 48 on them. Like, yeah. Yeah. We, no, I know. I mean, it, it, we'll see. They have a big. I think they have a pretty big game this week. Who do they play this week? Um, Alabama. <laughs> oh yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll be a yeah. very interesting game to see what happens there. But like, it, Texas. I just a- wish Wegman was healthy. Wegman, yeah. Wegman. Do you, is it Wegman or Wegman? I, I'm Wegman. Say that name. Wegman. Wegman. Yeah. I just wish he was healthy so we could really look at it. But I mean, the backup's been playing okay. Yeah. But the really, lefty. how good their defense is and their defensive line, and we just control. Yeah, yeah will Alabama be able to score on them? Because their offense yeah. hasn't really shown much. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay. You want to get into some picks? Um. Yes. Oh, one other thought I had when you were talking about the recruiting is: yeah. Do you think with Ohio State, I with the wide receiver stuff, like part of that is probably Brian Hartline too. I was just thinking that. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's why he recruits well. I I don't disagree with that, but also it was before Brian Hartline was even there. They were known, oh, this is where all the wide receivers go. But it's just like, it's almost like when it's like, Miami is tight end you, yes. But it's also like, there's not many tight ends that we've just kind of, other than Joku uh, in recent years, that like weren't, High, like Brevin Jordan, Will Mallory, these are these are all tight ends that were highly recruited out of high school. They just didn't come out of nowhere. Right, right. The Joku came out of nowhere. But like, so like you're we're tight end you, and it's great to have that reputation because it helps recruiting. That's just where I'm going with that. We uh we got some work to do to be tight end you moving forward because this Shannon Dawson offense. He does not he use his tight ends. Doesn't, he just wants them to block and stay at school for seven years. But hey, if we are putting up the points we're putting up and winning, I do not care. Yeah. All right. Um, so my lack of the week. So I'm three and two on the season now. I lost last week with that Colorado pick. USC was crushing Colorado for most of the game, and then Colorado made it interesting at the end. Yeah. Uh, and then you won last week with you with your Notre Dame pick. Uh huh. They scored. That wasn't looking good though either. That was a crazy game. It wasn't. I actually Riley stopped Leonard watching. Because I'm like, I, I lost my pick. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> was tough. But you. So you got that. So we. I'm three and two. You're two and three. It's getting close. My lag of the week is <laughs> Maryland. 
I think some of us, eh, I'm not going to say it too t- too early to tell, but Josh Gad is having a good year over there at Maryland. I'm not going to lie. I know. To his younger brother, looks good. Um, it just blows my mind because our offense, I mean, maybe he, I haven't watched enough of them to see like if anything looks different than the, just the vanilla offense we had last year. Yeah. But, <sighs> I know. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. So I have Maryland. They are getting 19 and a half at Ohio State. Oh, I'm saying 18. I, I picked it when it was 19 and a half. Okay. <laughs> um, so, dude, Ohio State, they, they just haven't shown a lot this year. They've had a couple low-scoring games. I like Maryland. Yeah. Uh, I like Maryland to cover. I, or I don't know. Actually, I don't even know how you word that. But Ohio State's not going to cover Maryland plus nineteen and a half. I think yeah, Maryland o- covered. I think yeah. the over under is fifty seven and a half. I kind of like the over in that too. I see fifty five and a half. Yeah, I got it at fifty seven and a half. I kind of like the over. Yeah, with Maryland oh, covering. That's I like that. I'm gonna go. Ooh, I actually was just about to say one, but I might. These are tough ones this week, man. Dude, there's some good, I'm looking there's some at, good ball this week. I'm looking at Kentucky versus Georgia. F- Kentucky giving getting 14 and a half. Mm. Notre Dame versus Louisville. Louisville's favorite in that. Really? Notre wow. Dame's get, getting six and a half. That can't be right. No, look it up. But I mean, I no, still, Louisville's undefeated, and that's at Louisville. Yeah. Yes, but so n- nevertheless, that's I don't think those are gonna be my picks. I'm gonna take Syracuse, Syracuse first UNC. Syracuse is getting nine. I'm gonna take UNC in that. Okay. Um, that they'll beat them by more than nine. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Trying to find this nerd in Louisville. Line. I just am not very good at the no, gambling. Yeah, terms. and once again, you're wrong. So Notre Dame is a six and a half point favorite. Jimmy, did I lose you, you sh- there? <laughs> yeah, I won. <laughs> yeah, so the you're correct. Yeah. You're correct. Yes. Oh, so good. I feel I even knew... more. Okay, yeah, that makes so sense. you've got. I feel Syracuse. more confident. In my choice now, yeah, Syracuse nine I have point UNC underdog covering. Yeah, I have UNC covering. UNC winning by more than nine. Clear, yes. got it. Clear. Okay. <laughs> All right, we will see. Um, and then yeah, so we really do need UNC to win that game because we need we need game day be sweet, even though it would be at UNC, but it would just be fun. Um. Okay. Okay. Final. Well, duh, but do we want to play them there at eight o'clock at night in Chapel Hill? It's the thing, man. But honestly, hey, you, you got to win those games to be great, right? Exactly. And that'll be a good test for like a Clemson and a Florida State game coming up. We got to do it. You got to win those games. Yeah, and, and with Miami coming into UNC, it doesn't matter if it's noon or eight. That place is going to be jumping. So yeah. it's just like, it, man, it, they've it owned us recently. They and they just get under my nerves so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Okay, final score prediction. Folks, your Miami Hurricanes, Miami, the Hurricanes, 8 o'clock, primetime, Miami Knights. The Rock is going to be rocking as the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets come to town. Jimmy, what have you What have you, sir? <laughs> uh, um, I've actually been very good at my score predictions this year. You really have that's, been. That, that's, yeah. th- that's one thing I'm going to take some pride in. Uh, I'm going to say your Miami Hurricanes, 42. Georgia Tech, 17. Ooh. We cover. All right. Yeah. I like it. I will be very happy with that score. Yeah. I've got... Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets 21. Your Miami Hurricanes 40. Not covering. Not covering. Mm, you just don't like us covering. I don't. Year. I really don't. You just don't. You never think we're going to cover. Good teams win. Great teams cover. I don't think we're great yet. 
Call me a hater. We've been great, though. We've been covering. I know. I, I Have we actually... I think we've covered every game. No, I don't think so. You don't... We, which oh game no, have we not covered? We did not... Yeah, we did not cover Bethune-Cookman. I don't think there was a line. There was, yeah. It was like... It was like... F- 56 or 70. Okay, but you can never tell with those games because you take out your starters at half. But actual legitimate games? No, I know. No, we've, we've, co- been we've great. covered every single game. I know. I know. I don't have us covering. I'm sorry. I mean, but you're, I mean, the odds are now in your favor that there will be a game we don't cover. So, But hey, 40 to 21, I'll take that. Honestly, I'm good with 40. Oh, I yeah, don't doubt. love the 21, but I'm just, I'm a little bit, I'm still, the defense has got to show me some stuff. Like, I need. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe that 21 could be garbage at the end. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I I'd be happy with forty twenty one. Just get Anything me a win. More than that, I get a little nervous. Just get me a win. Let's get out of there and let's get the ball rolling here. Yeah, let's get into this god awful rest of our ACC schedule. It's a gauntlet. It's going to be fun. Real quick, Jimmy, before we sign off, your thoughts on the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey situation? You have fifteen seconds. Mm-hmm. The NFL is doing everything they can to milk it, and I am tired of it. And good for them dating, but I, it's just like it's just it's like I'm trying to think of like an exam, another like pop example in like the NFL, but they just take it and they hit it over the head with it, and they keep on going after it. It's like say like if you didn't like Miami when the turnover chain became a thing. It's just like that. Like any time they have a chance to bring it up, they're gonna do it. And I literally, I think I saw that it was in the bio of the NFL Twitter. It was it's like the, it was like a yeah. Taylor Swift reference. I'm like, okay. Well, it wasn't this, a good look because it said it was like the Chiefs are two and zero since like they've since the Swifties have been following or something like that. And it that they posted that right after the Chiefs beat the Jets on a terrible missed holding call. And so Horrible. then the NFL is like posting all the Taylor Swift stuff, and now you got the conspiracy theories coming out saying the NFLs they're just trying to get the Chiefs to win to push this yeah. to get the viewers. It's a bad situation. Everyone needs to yeah, just they- back off a little bit. Yeah, the Chiefs haven't looked great this year, dude. On YouTube TV, the bottom line or the scroller thing, like when you pause, fast forward, rewind for the for the Chiefs game was two hands making a heart. Just for Taylor uh, Swift, YouTube TV did that for an NFL football game. It's it is mind blowing. It's making two people that a lot of people liked, and now everyone hates them. Right. That's the, that. That is the thing. They do that with just like anything, like the turnover chain. Yeah. They exactly with Deion Sanders in Colorado. A, a great example. That was actually probably kind of what I was trying to think of. Like. Dion is doing nothing wrong over there. He's just being himself, having a good time. But they just, Colorado, 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 and you get exhausted by it. They take a good thing and they choke it and smother it and put a pillow over its head and kill it. (laughs) Um, It's a good reference. But, hey, Colorado, you know, USC has a horrible defense. Yeah. But they, they, I like when USC jumped on, I was like, yep, there it is. Colorado's just not a good team. But I mean, they dropped 41 on USC. Yeah. I know. They're a fun team. They're not like this, like crazy contender that, you know, ESPN was trying to convince us about, but they are better than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There was one other thing I was going to say. Oh, yeah. And in the booth with Taylor Swift, who has completely ignored the entire game, a few people down is none other than Mr. Hugh Jackman. Wolverine, the music yeah. man. I mean, just a Broadway legend, an acting legend, a great human being, and no one cared. Recent divorcee. Ah, yeah. Tough. Yeah. Tough, tough, tough. I'm happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, and Ryan yeah. Reynolds was there too. Oh, Blake yeah. Lively. I know. They're doing, yeah, because Ryan Reynolds and Hugh are doing Deadpool <laughs> 3. Like, yeah, and then uh, there was one other person there, famous person. But it's like they, someone said they need to get, the NFL needs to get used to it, like how the NBA, they've gotten used to having big celebrities at the games. They show them once right. and then they I'm move like, away. I'm like, is this the first time a, f- a famous person has like dated someone in the NFL? But, like, but no. Dude, Taylor Swift, her fame right now is on yeah. a level Honestly, I don't know if we've ever seen a lot of people are saying no one's ever, no one was ever as famous as Michael Jackson. I think still like internet probably he was probably still the biggest. 
Um, you've got some people that have been bigger than life, but yeah, it's hard to argue anyone's ever been bigger than what Taylor Swift is right now. Right, it's absolutely the biggest pop star in the world right now. Oh, Probably yeah. the biggest cele- celebrity in the world right now. It is terrifying. <laughs> but oh, what's not terrifying... Jackman. Eh, yeah, uh, I could have a whole podcast about that and his <laughs> love life and, and what the divorce with Deb means to society, but we will save that for another day. What is not terrifying, Jimmy, is the brand of football Miami Hurricanes are playing. I am excited for 8 o'clock Saturday night. I am excited for ACC play to begin. And I'm excited to see us go win a national championship. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Temper expectations, but we're going to win it all. Uh... We've got some canes over here. Whoosh, whoosh. Here I am. Rock me like a hurricane. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. We got to bring back that like Gatorade chant. Dude, I love that thing. That was fun, man. And no one ever knew the exact beat to hit the chair on. No, I know. Oh, my hands would be killing me. Also, you shouldn't really have a chair in front of you to hit. I guess everyone's standing. Yeah, that's true. In the upper deck, I've got like 15 empty chairs around me I'm hitting. Those were the thick of it golden years. Like those were, there's a lot oh, of empty man. chairs those years. Without the roof and you're just baking in the sun. Uh, I just don't even, uh, I don't even remember how we used to do it. Like when I talk about it with people, I'm like, we used to just go to noon games and Dude, you would just die out you would there, die. but you didn't really, you didn't really think about it. Like you're, but now that we have the canopy, we're just so spoiled. It's wonderful. My man, we sat out there 12 o'clock noon in the heat, 58, nothing Clemson. There's another rock bottom for you. And then you you had to go stay at the game because your in-law, future in-law, was playing for Clemson. Yeah, I was the last Hurricane fan left in there. Yep. Yeah. All right, signing us off. (laughs) Block that kick. See that sounded in my in my mic that sounded just like it. Uh, go Kings.